and gentlemen, welcome back to the Three Under Par Podcast. This is a golf podcast where little white ball is life. I'm your host, Scotty D, and I'm riding solo on this one. Uh, obviously, big news. I mean, earth-shattering news in the golf world, I feel like. So we had to do an emergency podcast. T-Bone is actually on a plane at the moment, headed across the ocean. So that's why it is just me for tonight. Again, emergency podcast. So who would have predicted today there would have been a live and PGA Tour merger? Not me. It's really remarkable. My sister-in-law actually texted me and my wife on a group text about it. And I was like, dude, there's no way. I was like, what what are you talking about? I go immediately to Twitter. Nothing's there. I was like, what are you talking about? And then sure enough, a few months, a few moments later, I see the tweets start rolling in. And then it was just an absolute incredible day. Just a I can't even really describe it. It's one of those days where the those the plates, the tech the the tectonic plates were shifting and then it was just like a 10.0 earthquake. I don't even know if that's possible, but I'm saying that it is. Again, I'm coming to you solo here, talking into a camera. So please bear with me here. But I mean, it was a amazing day, just for all the right reasons, for all the wrong reasons as well. It was an historic day that people I think are going to be talking about for a very, very, very long time. So look, there's no reason to rehash the history of live here and and the pga tour but uh it's been a long year it's been a long year i saw i think it was today that dustin johnson announced that he was leaving for live that was just a year ago that seems like a really long time now a lot has happened a lot has transpired as well so uh here are my initial thoughts on this again it's a very memorable day and at the end of the day, live one. Live one. That was their goal. That was the whole point. And uh, I'll try to dive into it a, a little bit more as we can here again, going solo here. I hope I remember everything. But honestly, like by the time this episode drops, there's probably going to be more developments and more changes. So it's again, this is just a more of a knee jerk gut reaction on the news of the PGA Tour and the Live Tour combining into one. But my initial thought was Live One. I read the release of the PGA from the PGA Tour and I was like, what? It was more of the rhetoric. I think the rhetoric was something that really caught my attention because I was like, this is not the same type of rhetoric that the PGA Tour and Jay Monahan, more specifically, was espousing this whole last year. I mean, they were really going hard at live and really taking the moral high ground. So I want to see if I can pull up a few of my tweets here today because I, I, I was joking actually last episode that I haven't really... Oh man, am I shadow banned? I hope I'm not shadow banned. Anyway, uh, I was maybe thinking about getting a bit more active on social. Well, today was a good day to chime in. So I said, just my opinion, the PGA Tour folded like a house of cards. Jay Monahan and the tour pushed back hard and took a firm stance against Liv. 
He even tried to claim the moral high ground invoking the 9-11 families. Now a merger less than a year later, weak. Uh, and I stand by that. I think I, I think I stand by that. that. Now, that was pretty early in the morning here. That was about 9.20, 9.30 in the morning. And then, obviously, we know now that nobody knew about this. I mean, the fact that Roy McElroy, I even said, I was like, man, maybe this helps explains Roy's poor play for the past few months. He knew that this was happening, but he didn't. So that, that ironically, that would have been an excuse for his poor play, but that's neither here nor there. Rory didn't know. Tiger didn't know. How do you not include Tiger Wood on this? Like, seriously, Tiger freaking Woods, and he's not in the know of what's going on. It sounded like that there were about three people who knew what was going on on the PJ Tour board, Jay Monahan being one of them, Jimmy Dunn being the other, and... I forget who the third person is off the top of my head, but that is remarkable. That is, man, I don't know. If I was a player on a tour right now, I'd be very upset. If I was on the player, if I was a player on the PGA tour, rather, I'd be very, very, very upset. Now, Liv, I mean, those guys are just whew, remarkable. They're probably thinking, all right, they got to have their cake and eat it too. Unbelievable. I want to go back to Jay Monahan, though. Jay Monahan folded. I really think he folded here. Folded like a house of cards. He rolled over and died to live. I mean, how can you? I, I don't see it any other way. He, the PJ Tour is going to try to spin zone this. And I really hope I'm not trying to be harsh. Look, full transparency, I used to work for the PJ Tour. I have a ton of friends who still work in the golf world. And I don't know many people who are excited about this. I love the PGA Tour. Again, I used to work there. I think it's a great organization. No organization is perfect. PGA Tour has its flaws. I get that. But Phil was right. I think Phil has proven now time and time again. I think he went about it the wrong way still, but I think Phil was right. Jay Monahan folded like a house of cards. He rolled over. Live one. That's what I keep coming back to because this was a battle. And the reason why I say live one is because, again, the PJ Tour and Jay Monahan more specifically took a line in the sand. It's not like the other major championships were like they were trying to – It was this was a war between the PJ Tour and the live tour. And Jay Monahan took the moral high ground, calling it blood money with the Saudis, invoking 9-11, the 9-11 families. And then now you're in bed with him, calling it a great partnership or whatever. I didn't even listen to the press conference, honestly. A, I was working. But B, like, I, I knew what was going to say. It's so predictable. Because take what he said earlier and make it the exact opposite. And that's what he's going to say. It's weakness, in my opinion. Now, if we were to wind the clocks back, not even 18 months ago, there have been talks about this live tour or what is now the live tour five years ago jay monahan could have nipped this in the bud a long time ago he could have nipped it in the bud when it was really starting to gain momentum but he didn't he let it happen and then when it happened then he took his strong stance 
it's tough. It's tough. And again, because I love the PJ Tour. I think the PJ Tour does some amazing things. This is poor leadership, in my opinion. And I think we'll be able to look back on this and see it that way for what it is. But guess what? He's getting paid. Money talks. Everybody's got a price, I guess. Which is unfortunate. Because especially I feel like companies want it. They always uh, they try to say, you know, take the moral stance, take the high ground, whatever. Money talks at the end of the day, right? How does this not, this proves that. And also, if you're going to try to clean the moral high ground, without getting too much on a tangent here on this, why do you have PJ Tour Canada? I'm sorry. Why do you have PJ Tour China? We know China does isn't necessarily the greatest on their human rights record, right? It's hypocritical. That's what that is. And I want to pull up one of his quotes, actually, that he said. That he said, I recognize everything I've said in the past, in my past positions. I recognize that people are going to call me a hypocrite. Anytime I said anything, I said it with the information I had in the moment. Sounds like he's playing both sides of the fences. It sounds like he he's obviously not denying what he said. Especially that clip of Jim Nance that went around everywhere. But he's trying to he's trying to toe the line here, saying I did with the best information that I could. BS. I'm calling BS on that one. I'm sorry. He's getting paid. PJ Tour is getting paid. And look, they're talking about this new PIF, a for-profit organization that's going to combine live, combine PJ Tour. In terms of the details that are going to iron out. I I don't know if I've done enough research to really talk about it. I don't think even the players necessarily know, or heck, even Monaghan himself know how exactly it's going to look like. So I don't necessarily want to touch on that yet. But the point is, the two leagues are coming together, and Jay Monaghan is going to be the CEO. Money talks. Live one. Now let's go for the players here. So uh, Monaghan makes me sad. It just makes me sad. It really does. That's all I'll say about that right now. It makes me sad because it, when you take them all high ground like that, but then you get in bed with them, that's fine. Look, you if you knew that this was the inevitable outcome, like apparently Donald Trump did, President Trump called this. He's a, seems like a prophet now. You shouldn't have taken that stance and then backtrack it the way you are. He said people are going to call him a hypocrite. I am. And I'm honestly, it's a poor leadership. Jay Monahan has, I think golf has done a good job in the past of staying out of issues. Like, I don't think even half the public knows who Tim Fincham is, right? But Tim Fincham helped grow the game dramatically. Granted, he had like Tiger Woods, which definitely helped. But people know Jay Monahan's name now and probably not for the right reasons. Let's go to the player's perspective now. Two perspectives from the players, right? You have your live players and your PJ Tour players. Let's go to the live players first. If you're a live player, I mean, because this is not the best scenario that could have happened. If you're Taylor Gooch, your HV3, your books kept it, Dustin Johnson, Bryson DeChambeau, everybody, you got paid and you get your PGA Tour membership back, back apparently. Now we'll see again, iron out the details and whatnot, but you're back. You're back. They delivered on their promises. Phil, <laughs> Phil delivered on his promise here. And I don't really see it another way. 
if I am not correct, please let me know. Uh, let me know in the comments below. Or send us uh, DMs on social media at 3NFRPod. Man, if you're a live player, you have to be over the moon. Even the other guys, you know, Charles Howe third, Stenson, a ton of them. Best case scenario. Unbelievable. Now, if you're the PGA Tour players now, I mean, how pissed off would you have to be? I mean, really. I'm just trying to imagine myself in those shoes. So let's see if I can pull this up here. How much money was left on the table from a few of these players? I just uh, I saw something. I don't know if I can find it real quick, but it was a combined eight hundred two billion dollars, maybe left on the table. Tiger Woods, Hideki Matsuyama, John Rahm, John Rahm three hundred mil or two hundred mil. Maybe it was three hundred. Whatever. Colin Morikawa, Tiger Woods eight hundred million. Will Zalatoris is over. $100 million, and he's injured for the rest of the year. He's not even making a paycheck playing golf right now. Turned down $120 million, guaranteed. A lot of these people, Rory McIlroy, these people turned down a ton of money to be loyal to the PGA Tour. I wonder how that loyalty is treating you right now. And look, I know I'm coming across hard on the tour, but frankly, I think they deserve it. I think they do. You had a ton of players, Rory McIlroy, Justin Thomas, Jordan Spieth, Colin Morikawa, Cantlay, the list goes on and on and on, of people who are outspoken about why they're not joining Live, And they stuck their neck out for the tour. And honestly, how long have these been negotiations going on? Three months or something like that? People are actually starting to wonder a little bit, where's Jay Monahan? Why is Rory McIlroy answering all these questions about Live? especially come major championship time. Why are these players answering these questions? Why aren't you answering those questions, Monahan? From the player's perspective, you took a beating and took a bunch of bullets for Monahan and the tour organization overall. Now the live guys are back. They're black, they're back playing on your tour. Hideki Matsuyama turned down Three, four hundred million dollars. Coming right off his master's win. Have that Japanese market. No wonder he was getting paid. Turn it down to be loyal to the tour. I hope uh hope he's able to pull the knife out of his back. That's probably what it feels like. And I know there's gonna be a lot more. Again, this is just at the time of this recording. It's Tuesday, January 6th, pretty late at night. And I'm hard on the tour right now because I think they deserve it. Live one. Phil was right. And somebody actually asked me on Twitter about this. If I had a problem with where the money was coming from from Live, No, I don't. I don't because, again, and I think in order for me to be ideologically consistent, the, the, the freaking U.S. government does, does business with the Saudis. So, again, I think to be consistent... I should not have a problem with where the money's coming from. So I don't. Even though I don't necessarily care for it, I don't have a problem with it. I think that there are aspects of live that I just didn't really like. And I don't know if Greg Norman 
was the right guy as well, which apparently he didn't know either. I mean, Tiger Woods, even back in December, when they were talking about potential mergers or whatnot, he said, Greg's got to go first before any conversations could happen. And so that's why I think Monaghan and these other guys, this was like a top secret. I think they kept this secret better than the government keeps a lot of their secrets. <laughs> right? Only three people knew, apparently. Because they knew Tiger would not be behind this. They knew Roy McIlroy would not be behind this. These people who stuck, again, stuck their neck out to defend your tour. Only to be stabbed in the back. There's another aspect to this that I thought was interesting. The Byron Nelson was looking for a new sponsorship. And they had one in... Uh, that, that was pretty much ready to go. Raytheon was ready to sponsor the Byron Nelson. But guess who nixed it? Jay Monahan. So in August, the U.S. State Department approved weapon sales to Saudi Arabia, who are expected to buy about 300 Raytheon Technologies-made missiles for more than $3 billion. It's conflict of interest. How about that? So Jay Monahan nixed the deal at the last minute because the company sells missiles to Saudi Arabia. Now they're partners. Now they're partners. What are we doing here? It's absolutely crazy. It's crazy the hypocrisy of it. Again, if they hadn't drew, drew that line in the sand, we'd be in a we'd be having a different discussion. We would just talk about how monumental this is. Two rival leagues come together, putting aside their differences, best players in the world playing on a week in and week out basis again, except just the majors now. Like obviously, I feel very heated about this, very passionate about this. And this isn't over. This isn't over because there's going to be a ton more that is coming, that is breaking down, that we don't know right now. And we'll see where the chips fall. When the concrete settles, it, it, it's honestly not going to settle for a very, very, very long time. Let's be real. Am I right? This is the tip of the iceberg. So much for a player-run organization. Am I right? PGA Tour, player-run organization. Not a single player new. Unbelievable. That's what I... Okay, yeah, here's what I was saying earlier. $2.1 billion were offered to six golfers. Tiger Woods, $800 million. Rory, $400. John Rahm, $400 million. Hideki Matsuyama, $300. Colin Morikawa, $100 million. Will Zalatoris, $100 million plus. Man. And I do want to be sensitive to this because this also affects... Lady golf. This affects corn fairy. This is going to affect everything more than just the PGA Tour. This is going to affect everything. Wild times right now on golf. So there was one quote, which, I mean, let's be real. Some of the, the live guys are having an absolute field day in Absolute field day. How about use golf facts? 
Looking at you, Justine Reed. It's just, or P. Reed's burner account, whoever it is. I don't know. It's hashtag Team Reed. What's that was going off on Twitter today? Phil Mickelson was going off today on Twitter. I don't know if he was necessarily going off. Let me pull up his Twitter account. Uh, he wasn't necessarily going off. He just said, awesome day today. Brooks Kepka. He he went out and tweeted, welfare check on Chambly. Look, Brooks and uh, Brandel Chambly haven't had the best history, you know? What did he, what did, uh, what did Shanley say b- before Brooks for the Masters? But when he was on the, the ESPN the body issue, Brooks lost a total weight for it. Bro- <laughs> Brandel settles, he'd never seen a form of self sabotage like that before or something like that. And then they're getting into it again. But then Brooks goes out and wins the PGA Championship. Point is, these guys don't like each other. <laughs> he goes out and said, welfare check. On Chambly. People were very curious what Brandon Chambly was going to say because he has been so critical of the live tour and more specifically where the money is coming from. Sports washing has been thrown around, which I don't necessarily think he's wrong, but I don't know if he's right either. That's why it's complicated. That's why I was saying I don't think I necessarily have a problem with it. I just don't like some of the formatting of live. I don't necessarily like the personalities in live. I can't even watch the damn tournaments. Sorry, CW. I guess that problem is solved now. But Brandon Chamblee said this is one of the saddest days in the history of professional golf. I think that's a bit dramatic. It's not one of the saddest days of professional golf. Because again, I think there are a few bright sides on this. The war is over. I was team PJ Tour. My team lost. All figuratively speaking, of course. Internet takes things way too seriously sometimes. But I was team PJ Tour. They folded. And live one. So it's not a sad day because the war's over. We'll see what happens when it shakes out. And I'm probably going to be very critical of things moving forward. Full transparency there. I'm going to be critical of it. Because I think the PJ Tour sold out. Monaghan sold out. There's a lot at play here. Some pros. The best players in the world are going to be going to be playing together on the same tournaments, on the same courses, week in and week out once again. I think that is a really, really, really good thing. We got a tease at the Masters and the PGA. They're back. I think that's a good thing. Litigations are over. And honestly, I think that's one of the reasons why they decided to go and merge. They don't want to show each other's books. Also, I think, I mean, truthfully, I think Monaghan realized that he was going up against, like, the nation of Saudi Arabia. Technically, the PGA Tour is a not-for-profit. They're a multi-billion dollar not-for-profit, so that's not lost on me. But when you're going against a nation... With unlimited oil money. Good luck. I think, especially with the ongoing litigations, that they'd have to show each other's books, who your enemy is. I think Monaghan realized that he was going to, that the battle was lost. The war was lost. It might have taken five or ten years. 
but they were going to lose just because of who their opponent was. They un- they have unlimited resources, a business model that is completely 100% unsustainable. They don't care. Probably write-off. If they have tax write-offs over there, I don't know. But you get the point. It's a weird day. It's a monumental day. And we'll see how it shakes out in the future. Those are just my initial thoughts. Again, this is just me in front of the camera ranting. And I hope you all enjoyed it. Let me know in the comments down below. Because again, I think it's clear. Live one. Live one. The players of Live have got to be over the moon. If you're a player on the PGA Tour, you have to be pissed off. I mean, there are talks of the players unionizing to get rid of Jay Monahan. We'll see what happens. I know that they're upset, and I don't blame them. Hopefully, uh, maybe we'll be reaching out to a few tour players, see if they'd be willing to come on to talk about this, because it's huge. This is huge. So, I think that's it. That's all I got. Again, let me know what you think. Send us an email, DMs, comment below on YouTube, subscribe to the YouTube channel, uh, subscribe to the podcast, leave five stars. Again, emergency pod, just me today. I hope you enjoyed it. Because there's going to be a lot more that comes out from this. And I'm really excited to, to go on this ride with with the, with the T-Bone, with you, the listenership, as well. So, again, we love hearing from the audience. So that's why I encourage you to reach out. Let me know what your comments are. We talked about doing a listener voicemail segment or something like that. So that's something that we will consider doing. But before we get out of here, hey, while you're at it, why don't you go to, to chickenbuddy.com? Chickenbuddy.com, use promo code 3 under. Um, to make yourself feel a little bit better after you've had maybe one too many cocktails. We love them over there. They're a great organization. So drinkingbuddy.com, promo code 3UNDER. Get your order 10% off. Big day. Monumental day again. I, I just, I've never had my phone blow up like that before. It was pretty remarkable. Pretty fun. I appreciate all the group texts and whatnot going on. It was a good time. A lot more to talk about here in the future. So I think that about wraps it up. Appreciate you sticking with me. And I mean, this time next year, it's going to be a completely different, completely different golf game, a completely different professional golf landscape. So maybe we'll try to get a couple of web.com or I'm sorry, corn fairy guys on as well to talk about how maybe that affects them. Maybe we'll do that. Talk with Tima. We'll work it out. Anyway, I'm Scotty T. And remember that little white ball is life.